It's after Thanksgiving. I hope you folks have all had a lovely holiday if you're here in the U.S. Otherwise, if you've just enjoyed Black Friday, well, trust me, Cyber Monday is coming. I believe that's after Black Friday. But anyway, you're not here for that. You're here for an episode of Let the Dice Roll. Well, this time I decided to let Rasperler have a turn at the microphone and he's going to tell us all about his character, Silas. You remember him from season one, right? Yeah, he's the painting monk. And a lot has happened since we last heard from him. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly an old friend came in from out of town someone stole my car there was an earthquake a terrible flood Locust. who put that crab there crab i didn't see any crab don't tell me there were two crabs they work in pairs you better have a damn good explanation for this no, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Alrighty, let's try this again. Woo! Oh, We're okay. back for more of us. Yay! Huzzah. I apologize if there's some background noise. The dogs are upstairs with me because my wife is also trying to do stuff downstairs and it is more convenient for me to have the dogs up here. Aha. Uh-huh. Her office is actually an enclosed, tightly enclosed space, and if the dogs are in there and she's trying to stream, well, uh, then there's just a lot of, <laughs> you know, exceptionally sad puppies. Yes. So, whatever. Anyway. Yes, anyway. Moving on. We normally do at the beginning. Oh, hi. My yes. Name is- Jesus. Well, let's just say, let welcome to Let the Dice Roll. I yeah. am Rasper there, and I guess you're a banjo if we're having this late start. Sure. <laughs> I'll be banjo. I'll play the role of banjo tonight. And my dogs will play the role of loud barking animals. <laughs> loud barking animals. Yep. <sighs> because why the heck not? Hopefully I'll be able to cut all that out, including this bit, but if I can't, well, then we're leaving all of it in, and screw it. (laughs) Because that's how I feel about this week. Anyway, I have some new equipment, or new-to-me equipment. I've actually got the same microphone as Raspather. My previous microphone was a higher, well, a more studio-quality mic. But it really belonged to my wife. Ah. So I had to get new stuff for me. Yes, now she's, since she's streaming now, she has to take the mic back. I know. God damn it. Anyway, let's not talk about me anymore. Um, let's talk about you, Rasputin. What is going about on me? in your life? Oh, everything is going on fine. I am, uh, I am, as I repeat, I'm still safe from the law. oh man i do not well i want to that 
<laughs> that needs to be lived down at some point. <laughs> yes. There, we'll eventually switch to a new joke, don't worry. <laughs> it's just really fun. Well, to me, it's funny because Rasputin is like the least likely would have been voted the least likely individual to get into any kind of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone having trouble with the law. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's see. Everything has been going fine. Uh, actually, the latest development in uh, my me playing in my DD game, uh, I think it's due time that I should... Uh, well, a, a big thing happened in in my D and D sessions that I've been working oh, yeah. as a player in, uh, Silas has has left the party. Uh oh, not by not, not by death, actually by other means. Um, uh, so well, in celebration of this, I I should uh, continue Silas's adventures. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we get to that part, why don't we back it up fifteen dozen or so steps? Our last D&D update was about yes. the game that you are running, correct? Yes, that was the last D&D update that we did. The, the last D&D thing we did was the game that you are running that I'm a yes. part player in. Yes, that was the last mm-hmm. update we did. And then, well, we did actually two updates of my game. One at the beginning of, I think, of the season and one not too long ago. Right. Yeah, you had a Silas episode, and Silas yeah. is your monk character. Yes. Excuse me, your is monk my- character. Mm-hmm. I can tell you here in a minute. For, oh, God. Yeah, from season one. Let's just go with from yeah, yeah. season one. <laughs> it was a season one incident, yes. So, it's been a really long time, and I'm actually yes, surprised that you managed to hold out this long. So well... I had out this long because it, there was a lot of ventures he was working on, and now oh, uh, he's man. left to party. So now it's time to uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, now since that's been compiled away, now let's start continuing the adventures of Silas. <laughs> sure, why not? Because I'm just I'm tired of talking, so I'm gonna let you take this over, and I'll ask you questions. So Alrighty then. Start with give everyone a reminder about who Silas. All right. A quick rundown of Silas. Uh, let's see. He is a... The, the bear mechanics is he is a wood elf monk who who is... Uh, a, 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 well, with the subclass uh, Kensing. Kensei. Uh, okay. Kensei. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Kensei. I still Kensei. don't know what that means. But... Go ahead. <laughs> do your, do it your sounds thing. more appropriate. Um, so... Uh, well, from the people who remember from the first time we ran him, he was open palm monk. I but remember that. We'll, we'll explain the reason why he will we'll switch from open palm to Kensei in a moment. Okay. But this would be the, uh, he is, well, his last rendition, he was a Kensei, where Kensei are, they are proficient with one or two particular weapons. They're so proficient on they can focus, like how monks. At a certain level, can actually focus their key into their fists. They can focus key into their weapons that they are that that, that is their Kensing weapons. Okay. For Silas okay. himself was yeah.
So you're using the word key, but I think most people would recognize it as chi, so C-H-I, um, right? I think, well, I think in D&D it's called key. No, no, I, really? Yeah. How does it spelled in D&D? Uh, I think it's K-I. K-I? Yeah, something oh, strange like weird. that. So it's not even the same. All right, whatever. Just ignore me. I'm freaking... <laughs> something, something key, something weapons. Sure. Yes. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Okay. I'll play along. <laughs> All right, then. So, yeah. Um, basically, with uh, Kensig monks, they can focus their key onto the weapons and do special things with it, such as doing um, their weapons do increase damage value as they level up, so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. Silas is. Uh, RP value because as I described with a previous session where he I took uh, painting supplies as a tool proficiency. Canting gives you calligraphy as a tool proficiency. So he's proficient with calligraphy and painting supplies. So he was that hmm. classic style monk that did the fancy drawings, used the large paintbrush to paint those large like wall scrolls. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> What the full fledge of art was his uh, his uh, his swordsmanship was his art and his mm. art was his swordsmanship. Mm. <laughs> nice. If I can remember correctly, another uh, let's go to let's go to let's describe an adventure with Silas where started the I would say was the beginning point where Silas. This started the ticking clock when he left the campaign. Sure. Because most people wouldn't usually leave campaigns. It's usually when either the player has to leave, do something else, or the character dies. So right. actually walked out of the campaign. <laughs> well, he's still part of the campaign, but he couldn't, he couldn't be with the party. Man, I wouldn't have any idea what that was like. <laughs> you know, totally not thinking about a character I'm currently playing. But that's not, that's a problem for another time. Sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. That's a problem for future Banjo. <laughs> well, the reason, okay, it's a similar, it, it, it's a similar situation, but a totally different reason why he left the campaign, why Silas left this campaign, not how. Oh, really? But this is a Silas episode. Don't worry. I know. This is a Silas episode, so. I know. I Listeners, dear, sweet, <laughs> sweet, precious listeners, I promise I will remain up shut the hell. <laughs> Go ahead. All do, right. do your thing. So, Silas and his group, which was, uh, we're going to say at this time was a, was a trickster cleric. Ah, uh, yes, was a trickster cleric, was a, a paladin sorcerer Asamir. Right. And a trying to was it I there was a fourth, but I don't remember who the fourth was. Mm. I'm trying to remember, but no, fourth was it was another monk. Boy. Psh, how did I forget? There was two monks it was a duo of monks at the time. So what was happening was mm-hmm. that us party of four, we were on the trail of a missing farmer's daughter. Who went out in the woods one day? Uh, went out in the woods one day to just left on her own. Uh, the farmer's daughter thought she was kidnapped. 
as but we eventually learned that actually uh she was really she went out she did go out on her own but she was more lured out by a hag <laughs> that was in communication with her with a uh with a if i can remember the artifact was was a bone ring which was like a little ring that you uh the hag could if they were given to if the hag gave it to somebody they could whisper the hag could whisper to them from at any distance so we slowly learned that she was she was convinced. She was drawn out and convinced by the hag to go out meet her somewhere. So, on the trail to find the farmer's daughter, <clears throat> we found a mysterious cabin, which, at first blush, didn't seem to didn't seem too much until let's see. Oh, there was a fifth. I now I don't remember who it was, but there was a fifth person. Sorry, until someone knocked on the door and they were teleported somewhere. We didn't know where. We were afraid. It took <laughs> after that person got teleported somewhere. We were afraid that safety was going to happen, but we eventually learned it was the one shot trap. Shot trap. One shot. Like it oh, only oh, it only oh, triggered oh. once, and okay. it was it was spent and done. It was a one and done. Gotcha. It was a one and done. Uh huh. So it was a one and done trap, and then we learned. Okay, well, this is one and done. We finally went inside. We learned it was a very small cramped, spacious room. Looks like it has been lived in for a few years. There was dust covering everywhere. There was, the furniture was still, there was still like a table, chairs, rug, little stove. Took us about an hour as this poor fifth player was stuck somewhere. We didn't know where at this moment. We were stuck in a dark room. But it took us a while to hunt down uh, after a few successful checks. Um, I believe it was the combination of Silas and the cleric. We found a uh, underneath the rug. There was a trap door, right? That led on, that led deep underground. Hmm. Wow! But while we were searching for searching for the the, the the fifth person, I still don't remember who they were. Uh, was stuck in a dark place. Uh, they stumbled around in this deep darkness. They heard. They heard voices, like high-pitched voices in the distance. They couldn't figure out what was going on. They dug around, tried to find a way out and all that fun stuff until they tripped over a what seemed to be a large snoring form. Thankfully enough, when they tripped it over, they didn't wake this large snoring form. And that's when, uh, at that moment... The rest of the party found them while going down these steps. This little ladder that was the little trap door that we found from upstairs. We came down. When we showed the light source, uh, we found our companion that was down there. But uh, what he shipped over was a large uh, was a large ogre sleeping. And <laughs> in the distance, we, uh, we also heard the little high-pitched voices in the distance, which we eventually learned to be was a... Uh, Small digits of goblins. Um, before anything exciting happened, we were able to look around and see what the able to light the area up without waking up the ogre. And we noticed it in the corners of this large uh, underground room. There was a small little kind of like stone-like statues of some type of strange stone-like constructs. Down there with the ogre. Okay. So we tr- we, we tried to sneak around. 
But sadly enough, uh, we weren't too successful. We woke up the ogre. And uh, when the ogre, ogre woke up, he warned the... Uh, he yelled out, so, and the goblins came charging in. So, when we started the battle, we had... Uh, we were... We focused on the ogre first. It was kind of hard for us at the time. We were only like level, I think we were only level four at the time. So it was kind of a tough fight. Wait, so you had encountered an ogre at level four? Yeah. That seems horribly unfair. Yeah. But we were we were a party of five, so I get, well, at this time the GM was still trying to figure out how to balance part of balance encounters. We survived. It was a hard it was a hard fight, but we survived. Good for you guys. Um, but what made this fight a little harder than it probably could have been, it was just the ogre by himself, because right. I did mention there were goblins coming in. And one of these goblins actually <laughs> uh had a had like a little scroll. And what he did is he went up to one of these no. stony statues and apparently he activated and we learned that it was a stone golem, <laughs> and we found uh, and, and we saw two other familiar sp- two familiar stony things. So they were also stone golems, but they weren't activated yet. Uh, so in the end, we were facing an ogre, uh, about three or four goblins, and a stone golem. <laughs> uh, that's a good cue to GTFO. Yeah, but we decided not to apparently. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you people well uh, it's your story not mm, go ahead we we thought we could take it we were uh, we thought we could take it and this was the only way we had to go find the farmer's daughter so this was just a an obstacle in the way so after what seemed like an Ardridge battle it's we were able to take care of the goblins pretty easily since, well, goblins, yeah. <laughs> Level 4, even goblins were like, okay, nothing at the moment. Um, but what took us a while to finish off was um, the ogre and the and the little and the stone golem. Um, that was Arger's fight. Uh, after a point, we did focus our attention on the ogre for a while to keep that finish off. Oh, yeah, the reason why we don't have to worry about the stone golem anymore, I do apologize. Well, the real reason was uh, once we killed the goblin that was controlling it, the stone golem would deactivate it, actually. So we didn't have to worry about the golem anymore. But we still had to worry about the ogre and all its toughness <laughs> and glory. Why? Why, though? That makes no sense. You sounded hor- it sounded like you were horribly outnumbered and definitely outgunned in this situation, or out Weaponed, outfisted, out everything. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> well, we we in the end we did succeed, even though we were outgunned and outmanned. We still had to save this child, the farmer's daughter. That was our sole purpose. That's what led us keeping going forward. After we finished <sighs> off the ogre, we were able to explore more about this underground room. We actually learned it was just more than a room. It was actually a uh, a beginning of a small little cave network, which we eventually learned let uh, led deep, to, uh, uh, led actually led deeper underground. And uh, <laughs> along the way, huh? No, I'm just thinking. Oh, yeah, you're just. 
It, it went deeper underground, so of course you're going to continue going forward instead of going back, fortifying, having a long rest, you know. Well, I th- well, I think we did take a rest, at least a short one. Whatever. These are these are the younger days of size. So it's like we have a venture. Let's forward. All right. So to make a long story short, because this escapade through the underground led us through a battle with more ogres, which we slowly becoming more we, we slowly became more proficient of dealing with. Um, but the real issue is when we were exploring underground, trying to find a way to, to find the uh, the find the hag, because that was the reason why we kept going around because we believed going this direction led us to where the hag was living at. That's why we stayed underground. Um, until one point, we encountered for, we encountered what looked like to be an earth elemental. Underground, we were about to get ready to fight it until a uh, a deep gnome popped up. Sorry, <clears throat> I'm not snickering. Uh, we were about to fight it. We were about to prepare for fight. We were like, okay, this looks like serious. And then a deep gnome popped up, right. and well, deep uh, deep gnome popped up. He spoke kind of like spoke kind of common. But what what the language he knew was undercommon, so it was kind of, we could kind of communicate. But it was more like trying to, it was just trying to, like someone who speaks English trying to speak someone who's like who has like English is like its third their third language. Get <laughs> some concepts across, but but I think after a few lengthy dis- after slowly figure out the deep gnome, uh, the earth elemental was actually the deep gnome's friend. So we avoided a whole combat because we got friendly with the deep moon that was uh, that was on that was here. We were able to ask him, okay, where's the direction that leads us back up where the hag's place is? And of course, he was like, huh? Looking like we were crazy. Well, of course we were at the time, <laughs> thinking this actually led somewhere. <laughs> so he pointed us, okay, well, if you go out that w- that direction. That would lead that will lead you out close to the area you're, you're thinking you're going to. I was like, okay, go down. We take that. We take the sharp left in the tunnel. We go down that way. The uh, we wave goodbye to the deep gnome and his earth elemental friend. And then along those tunnels, uh, we encounter some earth. Uh, the earth begins to rumble while inside this underground cave. Nice. So, so uh-huh. yeah, uh, as we going through here, um, th- as we get close to the part where we go back to the surface, um, and then bursting out from the walls next to the party was this large bug like, like tall, large bug like beetle like creature just burst through the wall, and we're like, oh shit. <laughs> And it began to attack us. Bang began to defend ourselves. We tried to hit our hardest against it to do nothing. We are starting to think our luck ran out, or our luck was starting to run out. Just for fun. Mm-hmm. It sounded like you were able to 
diplomatically work your way through the first, through the stone whatevers to get to this new area. Did you think mm-hmm. maybe, hey, we should try that again? Or no? Well, this one attacked us directly. We didn't get a chance to be able to talk to this large bug-like creature. So it didn't give a chance for us to have diplomacy on this one. So you didn't you didn't get a chance or we didn't get a chance. you didn't take the opportunity. We didn't get the chance. So it, you walked into the room and it just went raw fucking It aggroed, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh Jesus. So I tell you it, what, it was, No, go uh-huh. ahead. Finish your thought. Yes. So well it was an aggroed creature, so there was no chance for us to uh uh-huh. for us to negotiate with this thing. Well, why don't we mm-hmm. leave it there for now? Okay. And we'll find out what happened after you aggroed this thing. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. All right. We'll have a well, we're gonna have a break and okay. be right back. We'll be right back. All right then. And we're back. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know. Yay. So why don't you right. just, uh, sh- um, why don't you continue the story? So, where we last left off, something large, something large, bug-like burst through the, uh, the dirt wall of this underground tunnel we're in. It attacked us. Uh, it, it aggroed on us without us trying, uh, it aggroed on us with, we had no chance for diplomacy or anything of such like that. So, when the battle started, it nearly, I believe it nearly killed the cleric that we had in our party. It also almost one-shotted the paladin sorcerer that we had. The monks were hurt, but we were running low on our all all, all on the good stuff that we had. <laughs> okay, so at what point did you decide, hey, maybe we should um, bravely run away away? Well, w- we were on the verge of doing that oh. until either the GM, out of pity for us, we were, uh, we heard, well, we thought we were more in trouble when we heard the earth rumble once more. <laughs> and lo and <to> behold, <laughs> a earth elemental formed from from beneath from the floor <laughs> formed between oh, us and this large bug like thing uh-huh. at first at first it was oh, shit we're sh-, but uh-huh. turned and faced towards the bug like thing and we're like <gasps> and then it started to beat the bug like thing started to fight it <laughs> nice and then it was like <gasps> Oh, thank the gods. Let's run. <laughs> we have a chance to run now. Yeah, good idea. So you <laughs> bravely ran away away? Yes. We Hopefully. bravely ran away. So, we bravely we bravely ran away and we eventually found a tunnel leading upward. Where the tunnel popped out popped out, out it was the middle of a thick wood. And then we decided, nice. all right. It was getting dark. Mm-hmm. So we decided Let's camp here for the time being. Good idea. Let's take our long rest. Good. So we set up camp. 
We took mm-hmm. our long rest. Mm-hmm. We all had our watches. Thankfully, nothing came, tried to come up and surprise us in the middle of the night. <laughs> when morning came, we decided to trek on. Not too far from our campsite, uh, we discovered if for the folks at home and maybe for Banjo as well, remember the scene after the first night in the Blair in the Blair Witch movie? No, never seen at it. At night. Oh, you never seen Blair Witch? No. Oh, that's good. It, it, it's a worthwhile found footage movie to watch. Um, so. After waking up, after us starting to leave, we found these little wooden stick figures that were crudely put together, like with uh, hemp, uh, with hemp string, and looked like little wooden men. Very simplistic. It's just a few sticks together, make it look like a little wooden man. Exactly like the little wooden stick figures from the Blair Witch. Oh Jesus! <clears throat> I think I know where this is going, but okay. <laughs> So, I was like, oh, fun. But we didn't see anyone during the night. But apparently, no. It was just near the campsite when we woke up. When the last person woke up this in the morning, like, oh, great. But we watched. No one saw any. <laughs> great. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. so, I was like, okay, well, let's just ignore those. And let's just begin hunting for this hag. So, right. we began to go down uh, we, we go d- go deep in the woods. We do eventually find a trail. Mm-hmm. And we decide to take the trail through continue taking the trail through the woods. We get to the trail, we uh, find a crossroads such as the trail keeps going forward and then we find an intersecting trail going perpendicular through it. It's like, okay. All right. So, we decided that let's go forward. We go forward. Then we come to another crossroads intersection. We look around. Seems to be a different part of the forest. And we decide, let's keep going straight. And we go straight again. Mm, And after a little bit, we go back. We encounter another crossroads in the woods. Nice. We look around again. Like, um, this, this is, no, this doesn't work. So, then we decided to, well, let's go right. <laughs> and then cue the Lost Woods theme music. Uh, we're back to another crossroads in the woods. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, so we decided to start, we start taking random turns and then Silas decided to like look around making sure there's nothing going on kind of pay attention to where we are and then he notices a in deep in the little wooded area nearby he see uh, deep in the little woods he sees an old lady kind of looking kind of like grinning mischievously at them gives her a look oh glares no no, and... no, no, no. oh geez. sorry go ahead Yes. Um, then we continue moving on the woods. Um, and of course, we get to another crossroads-like intersection. And then we hear a voice echoing through the woods. What's sounding like an old lady. And she goes, 
You seem lost. Need any help? We go, no thanks. And we keep on moving in another direction, down on the cross paths, and of course, you can probably guess what happened next. Uh, we find ourselves another little crosswood, crossroads right. in the woods. And one of the crossroads had a yellow brick road? And then she uh, begins taunting us as we go to each of these uh, crossroads areas. And at one point, Silas is having enough of this and begins to give her lip back. After a heated discussion, he goes, fine, what do you want in return <laughs> if you help us? <laughs> like, well, I want to see if you're worth my time. And then all of a sudden, the woods clear out. And we're in this large clearing, but we see a few... We see three distinguishable large trees in this area. Um, as it turns out, uh, these trees weren't your normal large trees. They were animated tree monsters. Of course they were. Of course they were. So, um, I believe at this point, I would have to. Uh, I would have to say. Um, when this session happened, we only had, no, at this session we had, yeah, we only had four players. The fifth one left the game. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't remember. He, this one, we, this point we only had four players. So, mm -hmm. all right. In this session, oh, when this happened, when this battle started, apparently she wanted to test our strength. So it was four of us versus three tree monsters. Mm-hmm. We think, ah, oh, they're just trees. We can handle this. Famous last word. <laughs> yeah. So, what we decided to do was, let's just mitigate. Right. Let's try. We went to basically one in each. Uh, one, eat, uh, me, size faced one. The other milk faced one, and our paladin sorcerer faced another. And our cleric was kind of support between all three. So. We thought that'd be the great way to at least just to handle it. But what we learned was me and the other monk uses against these tree monsters because apparently no matter how hard we punch and kicked on these things, we learned that these tree monsters were resistant to uh, bashing damage. Oops. Yeah. So no matter how we still hit a lot, but we weren't still doing enough damage to these things. So uh, we were able to, to keep the fight going, but surprisingly enough, the Sorcerer Paladin, mm -hmm. uh, he was doing successful against this tree. Against this tree, He did enough to, before he was able to finish it off, the tree finished him off first. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. So, uh, but the cleric was able to finish it off with one of, her, uh, with one of their spells. So, we were down to two trees. Uh -huh. So, I was able, I was still keeping my ground. I was still trying, I was still not being hit as often. So, the cleric decided to support the other monk for a bit. Since I was holding, since I was able to hold off this tree a little bit. So. Nice. Um, and it gets down to the point of, well, apparently the cleric was cursed. So, when the cleric supported the uh, monk, the other monk, before the other monk was able to finish off that tree, the tree finished off them first. 
Oops. <laughs> and the cleric finished off that tree with the last, uh, with one end. And at this point, the cleric had no spells left. Um, so it was down to Silas and the cleric. Uh, we fought this tree diligently. We were keeping toe to toe until a few unlucky swings. The tree knocked out the cleric, and then Silas was knocked out not too so- not too long after that. Okay, so at this point, Silas is still part of the party, correct? Still part of the it's still part of the party. Yes, this is this mm-hmm. was uh this was about a year ago. Oh, when this happened, a year or more ago when this happened. Wow. So yeah. there will be a Silas Adventures Part Three eventually. Okay, okay, because I'm. This is only part two. Uh huh. But this is the, this is the this is the inciting incident that started the downroll, the, okay. the downward spiral. So, so we're still in part two. We're, we're still in part two. Slowly ticking out of time for part two. Yes. Let mm-hmm. me finish this off. Go ahead. In, in all instances and purposes, this was a party wipe. During um, for a quick refresher for fifth in, for fifth edition. Um, there are, um, death saves. When you fall unconscious, your character, every time you get to your turn, you roll a death save. So, during this whole entire time, uh, the, since the sorcerer paladin was the first one to drop, he was the first one starting rolling death saves. He was doing well enough for a while. Right. He, he got to two, he, he got to two saves, but the only issue was, after he, he got his two saves. His last, uh, his last few rolls kept failing, so oh, he actually died. Oh no! Yeah, the character actually died before Silas dropped. Oh. And and then, but Silas dropped just in time before. But the other monk and the cleric were able to succeed on their death save, so they they ice but unconscious. So when Silas dropped unconscious. For the next thing Silas learned, when he woke back up, he was in uh, him and the other three party members were in these cots. Uh, and we learned that the hag, even though we didn't defeat her challenge, she still wanted to be, use us anyway. And at that time, the GM didn't want didn't want the the sorcerer paladin to leave. Mm-hmm. So, as a to, as an extra bit of uh, pain, extra bit of payment that we owe her later, she found someone to do a reincarnation on said sorcerer paladin. For the folks at home, uh, reincarnation brings someone back to life, but the caveat in that reincarnation, uh, bringing that person back, is they don't come back as the same race. <laughs> oh no! Because you can come back as the same race. Oh. But there's also equally amount of chance coming back as a different. Oh. So, um, lucky for him, mm-hmm. he still came back as an Asimar. But as we learned, Asimars have different little sub races uh-huh. of Asimar. So he came back as Asimar, but a different sub race, uh-huh. which his initial uh, sub race was more of vengeance. Like uh, Asimars are like part celestials. And the subrace he was was a ven- like avenging angel subrace, but when he got reincarnated, he came back as a <laughs> uh, guardian angel subrace. Oh no! So it changed 
the flavor of his character. <laughs> oh, oh God. Wow. That's that's gotta suck. Yeah. So that's how Silas met, encountered, met, and became indebted to a hag name of um Sally Greentooth. Wow. Uh which the which he got them him and the party got the missions was to stop the ga- uh stop was to fight all to kill goblins of the area that belonged to another hag that she didn't like and also to help her uh her male basically or basically her male that was intercepted that is one hell of a cluster Yep. Man, I hope everyone uh, out there listening caught that. If you didn't, you can always rewind. I can't, well, I can always go back and re-listen again, but Jesus. Yeah. No, I... All right. On that note, I think we're going to tie off this episode. Yeah. To be continued. (laughs) To be continued. And a part Holy. three of one of these days. Probably Holy not heck. this season. We'll wait till another season for part yeah, three. Yeah, well, uh, you sure you want to wait that long? Well, you're right. Well, well this season's almost over. We, because correct. We are approaching... Time of recording. We're very close to the We are approaching the holidays. Yes. I'm sure you and I will come up with some fun holiday stuff, but it's going to be less serious. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll... Whatever, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure something. Anyway, folks, if you like our podcast, please leave us a voicemail. You can do that at anchor.fm slash let the dice roll. You can also visit our website, letthedicerole.com. There we have a whole bunch of social media. Yes, Uh, we have have Mastodon accounts. Yep. Which has links there. Um... I know I should be posting there more often. Um, we also, if you, you can also email us at let the dice roll at protonmail.com. Uh, you can also leave a voice, us a voicemail on anchor itself. Link is also in the show notes. Yes. Link is also in the show notes. Let's see. Also, uh, hopefully at, maybe at this time when it happened, maybe at this time, uh, you can click our, Drive through RPG affiliate pay, uh, affiliate link. Mm-hmm. That that's one way to support us. You can also support us through Kofi K O dash F I or K O dot F I. Okay. Hold on, let's just find out. K O <laughs> yes, K O dash F I dot com. Where we are, what, let the days. Uh, hold on. Well, the link should be on the uh, the links on the website as if well. If you go to the if you go to the hold on, let's go to the website. Sorry, let's <laughs> go. Just making sure it's on the website. No, it's on there. I'm just, okay, <laughs> if you go to ko ficom slash banjofox, you can send me a coffee, and I will gladly share it with Rasputin. At some um, point, if enough people buy us coffees, then yes, I will create a joint account. But in the meantime, it is what it is. Yes. Uh, you you can also donate on actual anchor.fm itself, if you wish as well. Um, let's see. 
Or if you don't want to do any of that, you can always just leave us a review. Yes. That is That's the, the way best to way to support us because then you will find more listeners like yourselves or yeah. more listeners like yourselves will be able to find us and listen and maybe they will be maybe. your neighbor, neighbor and you can chat with them directly <laughs> or you could go to discord and chat with us there that link yes. is also on the website basically the lesson here is if you go to the if you go to let the dice roll.com there's a whole bunch of links there for yes basically every possible way you want to get in touch with us oh yes if you don't want to get in touch with us and you just want to listen that's cool too oh that's true so. yeah do you can go to discord and list us everywhere that we record these live Ooh, there is a thought. And if you yeah. go to the Discord server and you want to play a game with us, we would be happy to host you. Yes. Well, it definitely would be. Well, folks, friends, neighbors, countrymen, Romans. Sorry. Um, Are you trying to get your own catchphrase now? No. Okay. Let the whiskey flow. I don't know. <laughs> I've got, no, I have no kid. All right. Cutting this one short. They sometimes, they sometimes call me Banjo. <laughs> and they call me Raspberry. Yes. Let yes, you all have do. a good day, <laughs> evening, or morning, wherever you may be.